Welcome to Random Draw, a trip through the vinyl archives of WTBR-FM. When WTBR moved to the new facilities at Pittsfield Community Television, it brought along with it a tremendous asset, its vinyl collection. Numbering nearly 20,000 pieces, including full albums, EPs, singles, and so much more. The purpose of this program is to take you back in time to the early days of WTBR when these records were brand new. I'm your host, David Cachet, and over the last couple of years, I have acted as sort of an archivist of this great collection. Just imagine, if you will, a wall full of records sorted into sort of cubby holes with about 150 records in each section. I'm just going to be choosing one of these sections to grab records from. I'm going to randomly select a bunch of records right off the wall of our studios and play them for you over the next hour. That's right, I'm just playing the actual vinyl records that have been in the WTBR archives for decades. Tonight, we're going to go back to the year 1980. We're going to start the show with one of my one of the best hard rock groups ever, and that would be Van Halen. Featuring the Van Halen brothers Alex and Eddie on drums and guitar, Michael Anthony on bass, and the showman David Lee Roth on vocals, they would set a new sound for hard rock. With Eddie's amazing guitar work and Michael's tremendous background vocals, they would make hit album after hit album all the way through the end of the 90s. While going through some lineup changes, including changing singers a few times and embracing more keyboards in the 80s, they still kept a recognizable Van Halen sound. In 1980, they released their third album, Women and Children First, on Warner Brother Records, and it marked a much heavier sound for the band. The album would reach number 36 on the Rolling Stone magazine Greatest Heavy Metal Albums of All Time. We're going to listen to the track Everybody Wants Some, which I'll always remember as being used in a great claymation scene in the movie Better Off Dead. If you haven't seen that film, check it out if you can. Here's Everybody Wants Some by Van Halen right here on Random Draw. Oh, yeah, you spent a 
I like I like the way the line runs up the back of the stockings. I've always liked those kind of high heels too. No, 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 no! Don't take them off. Don't take leave them on.
All right, that was a great kin band with a live version of For Your Love. And prior to that was Van Halen with Everybody Wants Some. Now, the great kin band were a Bay Area power pop rock band that formed in 1976. By 1980, they were releasing their fifth studio album called Glass House Rock on Berserkly Records. This album only reached number 167 on the Billboard album charts, but by the next year, the hits would come for the Greg Kin Band. The biggest among them were the breakup song, They Don't Write Them, and Jeopardy, which of course was parodied by Weird Al as I Lost on Jeopardy. Now we heard them performing a cover version of the Great Yardbirds track, For Your Love, which was recorded live at a sound check in Berkeley, California, and featured bassist Steve Wright on vocals. So their album Glasshouse Rock was a studio album except for the last track on the album, which was that live song we just heard. And once again, that was the Greg Kin Band with For Your Love. We're going to hear from the British rock band Humble Pie next. Now, Humble Pie was formed in 1969 by vocalist Steve Marriott from The Small Faces and guitarist Peter Frampton. By 1980, Peter Frampton had long left the group for bigger and bigger solo success, namely his Frampton Comes Alive album. Now, after Frampton left in 1972, Humble Pie released their biggest U.S. hits, 30 Days in the Hole and Hot and Nasty. They disbanded in 1975, but came back in 1979 and released their first new album with a new lineup in 1980, entitled On to Victory for Atco Records. This album featured Bobby Tench on guitar, who was with the Jeff Beck group previously, and it peaked at number 60 on the album charts. So we're going to hear the lead single off the album right now. Here's Fool for a Pretty Face by Humble Pie right here on Random Draw.
have chosen wisely. W D B R. Bolt with Love Struck. And before that was Humble Pie with Fool for a Pretty Face. I always love Steve Marriott's vocals. Uh, Stone Bolt was a Canadian rock band hailing from Vancouver, British Columbia. 
While being a traditional rock band, they, they incorporated elements of country and pop into their sound, as you just heard. Now, their second album, Keep It Alive, came out in 1980 in the States on RCA Records and features their second single as a group, the song you just heard, Love Struck. That song was only able to climb up to number 70 on the U.S. singles charts. While only releasing four total studio albums, in 1999 they wanted to put out a compilation album, but they ended up having to re-record all their songs over as no original master tapes of their recordings could be found anywhere. That always sounds kind of sad when you hear stuff like that. We're going to move on from the snowy countryside of the great white north of Vancouver to the heartland of America, Missouri. This is where the Ozark Mountain Daredevils hail from. Now, their name was thought of during a naming party the band had after the name they originally had was found to be in use by a band already. So the new name that was suggested was the Cosmic Corn Cob and his amazing Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Thankfully, they shortened that to just the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. In 1975, they had their biggest hit with the single Jackie Blue. By 1980, they were releasing their seventh album and second self-titled album, and this was their first and only album on the Columbia Records, and it features only one charting single, Take You Tonight, which hit number 67 on the Hot 100. So here is Take You Tonight by the Ozark Mountain Daredevils, right here on Random Draw.
the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams.
That was the average white band with Let's Go Around Again. Before that was the Ozark Mountain Daredevils would Take You Tonight. Now, the average white band has appeared on the Random Draw show before, but if you don't know them, they're a Scottish funk and R&B band that got its big break opening for Eric Clapton's comeback concert at the Rainbow in 1973. Now, just prior to that, uh, two members of the band actually served as session musicians on Chuck Berry's only number one song, the hit song My Ding-A-Ling. Again, look that one up if you want to. In 1975, they released their biggest hit, Pick Up the Pieces, which hit number one on the charts and sold over a million copies. In 1980, they released the David Foster-produced album Shine on Arista Records. The record only made it to 116 on the album charts, but the single you just heard, Let's Go Around Again, got to number 53 in the U.S. and hit number 12 in the U.K. The average white band stuck around for a few more years before disbanding in 1983. Some of the members, like drummer Steve Ferrone, went on to work with Tom Petty, and Hamish Stewart went on to work with Paul McCartney. So they went, uh, you know, they went on to bigger and better things a little bit. So again, that was the average white band with "Let's Go Around Again." We're gonna take a short break here on Random Draw. I'll be back in just a moment to hear some more random music right here on WTBR FM. 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. It's a whole new way of life. Well, let's hear it. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. <coughs> when I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Elder Services of Berkshire County has been providing our elderly neighbors with the care and support needed to live independently since 1974. Through the years, we have had the honor of promoting senior independence by delivering a wide range of services with the expertise, compassion, and quality Berkshire County elders deserve. Your care in your home is our mission. Our biggest impact is in facilitating your care. Whether you need just a few hours of help around the home with meal preparation, cleaning or laundry, a drive to a doctor's appointment, or assistance with grocery shopping, we design every care plan to ensure that you receive individual attention from our professional case managers. We are here to provide you the security of knowing your needs will be met. Let us help you. Call our information and referral department at 413-499-0524 for a free home assessment. Elder Services, 877 South Street, Pittsfield. Your home, your care, your neighbors. Berkshire County's Area Agency on Aging. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. This is ridiculous. It's crazy. I feel like I'm babysitting except I'm not getting paid. Okay, we're back here on Random Draw, and we've been going through the digital archives here, all the vinyl archives, I mean, and putting it out there digitally for you now on the radio. It's kind of exciting going back through these old records and listening to them, and we've been going through the year 1980, just been choosing records off the shelf and playing for you. 
We're going to start the second half of our show with one of my favorite groups, Genesis. By 1980, the group was down to just three members after Peter Gabriel and Steve Hackett had left the group in the previous five years. The three remaining members, Mike Rutherford, Tony Banks, and Phil Collins, released the album Duke in 1980. This album still featured some lengthy progressive rock songs, such as Duke's Travels slash Duke's End Suite at the end of the album, but also had them veering into more poppy territory that would serve them well over the next 15 years on the charts. This was their first album to hit number one in the, in the United Kingdom. Now, surprisingly, they never had a number one album in the United States. This album spawned three singles, Duchess, Misunderstanding, and the song I'm about to play for you, Turn It On Again. The single rose to number 58 in the U.S. singles charts, but did hit number nine in the U.K. It's also been a staple of nearly every Genesis concert since its release. So here's Turn It On Again by Genesis right here on Random Draw.
Eric with I'd Go the Whole Wide World, and before that was Genesis with Turn It On Again. Now, Reckless Eric was one of the first original artists signed to Stiff Records in the United Kingdom, along with Ian Dury, Nick Lowe, and Elvis Costello. His first single in 1977 was the song you just heard, I'd Go the Whole Wide World, and it was produced by labelmate Nick Lowe and featured him on bass. In 1980, Stiff Records released a double album set for the United States named Big Smash, which compiled Reckless Eric's first two albums for us stateside. That's why I'm able to play his 1977 single in a show about 1980. 
After the release of this compilation er album, uh, Eric left Stiff Records and didn't release another album for 11 years. Now, over the last few decades, he's continued to release albums on various labels. And if you're any kind of an alternative music fan, you might have recognized that song we played from the cover version that Cage the Elephant released in 2017, and for them was a big alternative radio hit. Once again, that was Reckless Eric with I'd Go the Whole Wide World. We're going to stay in sort of the punk vein here on Random Draw and listen to a song by Tony O.K. That's Tonio, T-O-N-I-O, letter K, Tony O.K. After doing some session work and working with Buddy Holly's old band The Crickets in the early 70s, Tony O.K. went solo in 1978. He was hailed as America's answer to the angry British young man wave coming across the pond. That included Elvis Costello, Graham Parker, Joe Jackson, and the like. In 1980, he released his second album, America, Cars, Guitars, and Teenage Violence, on Full Moon Records. One review of the album said it was punk rock for academics. We're going to listen to a track from this album titled Trouble. Here is Tony O.K. right here on Random Draw.
you do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? Garbage Man by The Cramps, and before that was Trouble by Tony O.K. Now, The Cramps are a great punk band from the Sacramento area of California, fronted by the husband-wife duo of Lux Interior and Poison Ivy. 
They were part of the early punk scene at CBGB's in New York, and their sound has been described as psychobilly or horror punk, I guess you could say. You can certainly hear influences of Link Ray and early surf music like the Ventures and Dick Dale in their music. Either way, it's very distinctive. In 1980, they released their first album entitled Songs the Lord Taught Us on IRS Records. That's the label run by Miles Copeland, whose brother Stuart was the drummer for the police. And as a matter of fact, the Cramps' first tour of England and the UK was as a support act for the police. And this album was produced by the great singer-songwriter Alex Chilton from Big Star. Once again, that was the Cramps with Garbage Man. We have time for one more song here in Random Draw, so let's listen to my favorite songwriter of all time, Pete Townsend. Townsend, of course, is best known for his work with The Who, writing such amazing albums as Tommy, Who's Next, and Quadrophenia. In 1980, he released his second solo album, Empty Glass, on Atlantic Records. Recorded while The Who were between albums, having not released a set since they were since Who Were You in 1978 and the death of drummer Keith Moon shortly after that, this album dealt with a lot of issues that Townsend was going through at the time. This album spawned Pete's biggest solo hit, Let My Love Open the Door, and also had radio hits in Rough Boys and A Little Is Enough. Some critics and most fans say this album was far superior to the next Who album, Face Dances, which was released just 10 months later, and some have called it the Who album that never was. So here's the title track from that album. Here is Empty Glass from Pete Townsend right here on Random Draw. Let's go. 
Well, that was Pete Townsend with Empty Glass, the title track from his 1980 album of the same name. That's why it's the title track. Um, So that about wraps it up here for us here at Random Draw, looking back at the year 1980. If you'd like to get a tour of the archives here at WTBR for yourself, just call the station at 445-4234 and ask for me, Dave. Love to have you come by and take a look for yourself. If you'd like to learn more about WTBR or even have an idea for your own show, visit WTBRFM.com. Until next time here on Random Draw, I've been your host, David Cachet. We'll see you later.